Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of The Boop Show is brought to you by listeners like you over at patreon.com slash frogpants. If you like The Boop Show and other shows like it on the Frog Pants Network, you can give back. That's patreon.com slash frogpants. This is The Boop Show, episode 180 for July 9th, 2018. Rip! You're in so much better shape than me. You can hop around like that. That would hurt my hurt my back or something. I and get... hardly even breathe heavy. Yeah, that's right. <gasps> Brian's all winded now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Boop Show. It is Brian and Scott. Scott and Brian. Scott Johnson, Brian Dunaway. Here we are. We're doing it. We're making it happen. It's episode 180. Uh, this show may hit 200 before you know it. That'd be weird. Uh, but we're here. What's that? Another 20, 20 weeks? I was, yeah, yeah. I was like looking at the number another day, and I was like, I don't remember doing that, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Scott did that whole thing by himself for a while. For a long time, yeah. I don't remember when. Yeah. It feels so like you've been here now long enough where it feels like you never, it, you were never not here. Right. Uh, but this is the funny thing about it. Some people are like, hey, how'd that show come together? What was your deal there? You guys want to hear a funny story? We did a show called uh, The Final Score. And in fact, that song you hear at the top there, that's the Final Score theme that we're using all over again. So we had this video like game it. show called The Final Score where we talked about games we're playing. We had some segments and some stuff. And that came and did a thing. And then it went away. And then later down the road, I was like, I want to start a solo game show up again. So I did that for a while. And that was going okay. And then I thought, oh, you know what would be fun is to get Brian back in here. All I, I basically just said, let's do a show. <laughs> a let's not do a show. <laughs> let's do a show again. It doesn't make any sense why that happened. It absolutely makes sense. I mean, look. It's just, it's just what it is. Look, I've been telling you, the video game podcast is such a, we've talked about this a million times, it's such a heavy market. you got to find the right angle. Yeah. And uh, sometimes Scott just has to stop and go, look, we love the final score, but it hasn't grown in years. Yeah, and the angle uh, wasn't where it, we liked it or whatever. No. But I really like where we're at with this, and that's why I'm very happy to, uh, to proceed uh, with a smile on my face and a spring in my step. One last thing about the final score. Give it. Very... Still a very healthy group uh, on Steam. Uh, over 2,500 members strong uh, and over 694 online right now in Whoa. 12 in-game. They, uh, they should change their name to uh, The Boop Show. No, I'm just kidding. They shouldn't. Well, actually, I did. It's, I actually created a new uh, group uh, called The Boop Show. It's not really open to anyone just yet. Yeah. Hold your horses. I want to get all the house clean and finished first. That could be fun, though. And maybe. That yeah, could be a good we'll time. Something. Yeah, yeah. We'll a little community building. Yeah. Community building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's dive right in this week. So, uh, you know, I've been playing that uh, that uh, Assassin's Creed Origins pretty hardcore, and I I actually thought I was done the other day. I hit a por- uh, portion of the story where I had to kill like three boss dudes in a row, and there was nothing but cutscenes and story and dialogue. And I thought, oh, ugh, I guess we're getting done here. Like, I guess we're rounding yeah. this up, and then whatever I do after this, will all just be sort of side stuff that I didn't do during the main quest line just fine i was you know prepared for whatever uh nope it was just a huge thing at level 31 where you go through a bunch of story and then now i'm back to opening up new places and killing new dudes so uh it's still still hard at work on that but let me tell you how hard i got sidetracked because i have been faithfully I, I playing I, you you kind of teased us earlier today on the morning stream and and when you said remastered game i was like ooh. I saw that. I yeah. didn't get involved, though. Yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah. about this. All right, here's, this, the, here's uh, the deal. So Assassin's Creed moved over while I said yeah. I'd just take a peek. I didn't think I was going to play it very long because I played the hell out of this back in, like, well, the 360 days, but I don't remember what year it was. Let's see what year was that. Red Faction Guerrilla. Oh, you said the word. Well, I don't I mean, I'm going to tell them anyway. Let's see. Red Faction Guerrilla <laughs> came out on... Uh, 
Oh, there's all these stories about how the remastered's out, or as they call it, the remastered. Yeah, they they put some emphasis emphasis on the certain syllables, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, here it is with the dashes. Xbox 360, Microsoft Windows, and that was it. Yeah, it looks like it never made it to. Oh no, PlayStation 3 as well. Uh, I had it on the, on the 360 back in the day, but anyway, this thing came out in 2009, June of 2009. So nearly. What is that? Nine years ago? It was a while. Nine years ago last month, Red Faction Guerrilla comes to consoles. Now, at the time, I thought, man, this is one of the coolest open world games I've ever played. And I've, I've held to that for all those nine years. Red Faction Guerrilla, Zippo is wrong with that game. It's great. Uh, anyone who hasn't played it is uh, crazy because it's one of the best open world action games ever. Fully destructible environments. Uh it's unlike anything you've ever seen, uh, in the, especially in 2009. It was just like, what? I can blow this whole place up with these charges, or yeah. I can swing my hammer and just bust things up, uh, like all this sort of stuff. And and the answer is yes, you can do all of those things. So uh, I thought, well, I should just check that out and see what's going on. And I did a little little hunting around, and turns out, they not only put out a remastered version of the game, but they also, if you already owned this on Steam or wherever you bought it, th- yeah. it's a free upgrade. It is. Uh, I got my free upgrade. Oh, by the way, uh, much larger than the original mastered version of this game at a hefty 30 gigs worth of download. Yeah, much larger. Uh, you got bigger. You got better textures. You got... Higher resolution, uh, mostly texturing. That's your, that's your, the stuff that really adds up. Yeah, uh, but yeah. this thing runs at 4K now, 60 frames per second, um, all moderned up for you know any other weird changes that may have occurred over those nine years. And I can't remember if it was, it would have been widescreen, wouldn't it have been then? I think it was. Back in the day, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. It definitely should have been a 16 by nine aspect ratio or yeah. something in the in that. We all had widescreen monitors we weren't looking at no square monitors at that point no no we didn't have no crts so i don't know for some reason the guy the video <clears throat> that i'm looking at <clears throat> super stuttery and i don't know why they shouldn't be oh. uh, what's up with thq nordic lately i i just gotta say that i don't know if i've just never noticed how many games they have or if they're just like really sh- shaking and a jiving man because mm-hmm. The PlayStation Store was lit up mm-hmm. with THQ uh, Nordic uh, games for sale uh, the last couple of weeks. It's just, what are they doing? What's yeah. up? Uh, I don't know what's going on. I mean, they seem to be wanting to make a little money, uh, but yeah. also also they're doing people right by saying, hey, here's this game uh, that's... Uh, why is it so choppy on this video? I swear there's something wrong with my browser. It's not the game. Maybe his rig can't handle it. Maybe his rig just is not remarsed enough. I don't know. Anyway, I got so hooked on playing this again that I couldn't stop playing it. Like I kind of had a problem. Still have a problem. I'm going to beat this game before I finish Assassin's Creed Origins at this point. And I played this all the way through before. It's not like this is, yeah, yeah. you know, fresh, new. Yeah, this is my browser for some reason. Something's jacked. Sorry, is it, everybody. Is it? Is it the, like yeah, mine almost crashed too. Is it? Is it this? Oh, it must be the video. It's weird. Uh, it, was it uh, the story that kind of moved you along? Or was it the fact that you could destroy everything? What What really, what grabbed you? What made you say, I, I can't leave this. It's just too much fun. Uh, I don't know. I think it's the destru- destructible environments. I think that it's because it's set yeah. on Mars. I think the story's good. Uh, the very first thing I noticed when I started is the entire uh, intro sort of tutorial mission is right. me meeting with Liam O'Brien once again. Oh, once again, there's yes. Liam O'Brien talking at my face, and I'm my, my character is being voiced by Troy Baker, who back in 09, nobody really knew who Troy Baker was. Now he's like Mr. Voice Master all, of all time, kind right. of Lord of all VO. Uh <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just that it's this whole thing, which I was already in the mood for because I'm doing it in Assassin's Creed, but it's this whole thing of like, all right, here's a map. Oh, there's an incursion. I'm going to go over there and blow that building up. I go do a right. thing. I collect stuff. I go back. I upgrade my weapons. I get a new weapon. Uh, there's a big story quest to do. Okay, I'll go do that. Oh, I've unlocked the next uh, continent thing or the next uh, chunk of land. Let's go in there and clear those out. I mean, it's that. It's GTA on Mars 
uh, yes. w- with a little bit more of a focus. And it was really, really great back in 2009. It's really, really great in 2018. And it looks nice. Like I said, I'm running this at, at 60 frames per second. It's not like you're going to get the most incredible detail on these models or something that, uh, or in these environments the way you do today. But it, it holds up in a way that's pretty, uh, pretty stylized. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't need, uh, you know, it was never going for ultra realism anyway. So uh, it feels newish. There's a couple of things I'd twink about, uh, tweak about the controller. Uh, the no, way no, that, it, it. That, it, that it maps. I guess I can remap a lot of the stuff on this version. But anyway, right. for whatever I, reason, at, playing a ton of that. Just playing it, playing it, man. I'm looking at the reviews right now, and they're still mostly positive, and a lot of those have come over the last couple of days. But I, I noticed that a lot of them are tagged with uh, product received for free. Well, yeah, but this, this guy really stands out here. Cruddy uh, played uh, 0.3 hours and received the product for free, and he says, literally nothing changed. Don't waste your money. You know, he's, he's wrong. Some things change, Don't but if he's looking... Th- when people say stuff like that, they're usually thinking, oh, there'll be a bunch of new gameplay things or something's going to change about the core game. Well, no, of course not. They're not going to go do right. that. What they did instead is they upped the resolution of everything. You can run it at 4K, uh, 4K 60 or better, I assume. I don't know. I'm just running it at 60 is kind of a standard thing. Yes. And... Um, and that's it. That's what you get with a remastered game. And it's free if you already owned it. So that guy can bite me real hard between the cheeks. That's what I'm saying about him. It's really good. I like it's, it a lot. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, 40 seems a little high. I may have gone 30, not because it's not a gaming experience that's worth. It's worth 40 to play the game. Right. But I understand the disconnect you can have with a game that's just remastered from nine years ago, and you're like, whoa, another 40 bucks for that. That should be, I think it should be a little cheaper. I, oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, I think it's on sale right now for $9.99 as well, if you're, uh, if you don't already have it, I believe. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So it's, it's, there's definitely a, a price point for remastering. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's exactly what you expect it to be. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really strong. Opinion. I love it. Right. I would uh, like to play more of it, and uh, will be uh, tonight. I, I, I am, tonight after this show, I am fully committed to diving in hard uh, and playing Dive more hard. of it tonight. So I don't understand right. though what is going on with YouTube is being super jank right now. Is that being a problem for you too? Are you having uh, any issues? So with that? do you mean like playing videos, or do you mean like just, just being video a dick? playback? Just keeps freezing up. Not like it's buffering, hmm. but like. Right. Jittery majubiju. Here, let's see if there's any sound to it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm getting sound, but the video just keeps hitching. Some kind of weird HTML5 glitch or something. It is so loud. I am sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I didn't want to hear that guy anyway. Gosh dang it. So anyway, Red Faction, Gorilla, the remastering. It actually is. Remars, it's just such a, is in there. The, one of the top, my top three or four games of that generation and uh, right, right. the sequel was a little, what was it called? Oblivion? Or no, Red Faction Oblivion, Red Faction Obfuscation, something like that. It's an old word. Uh, was sense. not as good. It had a, a weaker story, had some neat weapons, some other stuff. I would really like it if somehow these guys got all their crap together and made a new a new game in the series. would be really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing quite like blowing up entire structures out on Nothing this barren like Mars wasteland. It's fan-freaking-tastic. Right. So, it's really good. Nothing Check like it out. Love it. Brian, tell me about Space Overlords and why is it not good or good? Oh, Scott, I'm going to tell you about the Space Overlords. Now, you may have uh, picked this game up or maybe you missed it. Uh, the PlayStation Plus July free games came out and the two listed at the top, boop, boop, you should be able to easily get, but sometimes listening to that is still, they're, they're not going to be doing it much for much longer, but the PS3 games and the PS Vita games are listed down there as well. Sometimes, if you pay attention, the PS Vita games will not just be PS Vita exclusive. You can also throw it for the, if it's on the PSN store, you can throw this on. So we got, really, we got three games this time around, and Space Overlords is one of those that's supposed to be for the PS Vita I can see playing on there. It is a, it's a, it's a pretty simple control kind of game. Not that the Vita can't handle it, but uh, eh, I played it. Mm. It was well. Let me see. 
to You're what a is space it? overlord yeah. wait what what is it what do you do what do you do in this game okay so all right so what you do is you're a space overlord but uh-huh. you've been in prison you've been in prison in this like alternate dimension now this story is weird by the way it reeks of japan that's right it reeks <laughs> of J- J- japan logic okay. that i can't always relate to i could be wrong might not might not even be japan anyway uh yeah you're 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 locked away by your relative apparently uh who locks you away in this cosmic prison and you're and they tear through the universe in the galaxy and they and they're taking over planets well for some reason you escape and now you've got to go back and clean up after uh after the person who locked you up is it me or the so, graphics look like poop so far the graphics are unique how about that i don't i wouldn't say they look like poop because they're not really poop it's just this engine they decided and the style they decided upon uh is kind of uh muddled a little bit because it's it's, it's complicated now it's beautiful too because like you like mechs right uh, i mean sure yeah i'll take like, a mech why not all right so it's like do you like a really complicated uh, japanese looking mech from some of these games sure sometimes sure, i do i guess uh, here it was okay. It was okay. I I enjoyed that part of it. I actually enjoyed picking my characters. You pick you have a choice of four characters to pick from. Each one of them has uh you know a has the ability to have a defense and attack power and a special power. And based on that, you pick a character. Then you go into a world, and it's really kind of cool. This is probably the coolest part of the game. You land on a world, and you're this big giant overlord. So you're like, are you, you a know, robot or what are you? Well, I I think you're you're a rob- you're not a robot. You're an overlord. So you're kind of like a like a mech, but you're really like an organic kind of thing. Maybe mm. I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe for me. Okay, so you land on the planet and you're kind of like Galactus size. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like you're standing on top of the planet, and the planet is like about oh I don't know maybe about maybe half your size. And so you're you're running around the planet, and the planet just kind of moves around. As you run mm-hmm. uh, and you stay in the center of the screen, and you have to uh, uh, you have to destroy the little peons who are trying to attack you, and you have to destroy like uh, installations of laser turrets, and uh, and sometimes there's areas where you have to get into to collect certain things. So you have to go over here and you just use your special power and punch through the mountains. I'm punching through the mountains, yeah. <laughs> which sounds really cool, right? But it's a pretty simple game mechanic. I it don't looks like know. You're, I, I you're just can't... like destroying cities, is what this guy's doing. Just running over. Yeah, cities. destroying cities, and you're, basically what you're trying to do is you're you're trying to destroy everything about the evil Cassadahan. Kas- ah, the cassette who, uh, lord. Got it. He makes yeah. two cassette, he, two spinny wheels that pull your tape over, and you can listen to back in black on it. It's a crazy, He's such a jerk. Yeah. So he uh so basically what you do is you're trying to go back and you're trying to take over the planets, take them back from his rule. So you destroy all of his mess mm-hmm. and uh you instate your rule on the planet. Uh and uh, like I said, I, I can't say whether I really enjoyed this game or not. I can't decide. I, I kept playing for some reason. I, I broadcast it for a little bit, but I I, I don't know if I can really get into the it into what like really should be. Yeah. Sounds like you're not the, sure the, about this one. I'm not sure that I. I think if the story was, if the story was stronger, mm-hmm. it might would make more. Either, either okay, so this is what I kind of think. Either it needs to be more complicated with the story, or a lot more simple. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It either needs to be like, and this is just a personal opinion. This is just how I feel about the game. I would like to either see a really rich story, and so I could actually feel about the characters, or just go, hey Brian, what you're gonna like run around this orb and you're going to destroy stuff. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I get but it. But there's like this, I don't want to read a story if the story's not going to be interested. Yeah. Well, and I didn't even get to the part where you can do level editing and that kind of stuff. But hey, for free, for the PlayStation, uh, for the PlayStation Plus subscribers, Yeah. Uh, don't forget to add that to your library before the end of the month. And uh, just give it a little check. Like I said, it, it, multiplayer, local co-op, I'm interested in playing that, but I was the only one here. I was by myself, and I was like, well, I guess I'm playing this. Graphically, good. I think Ooh. graphically it looks a little poopsky to me. I don't, it's not. It's, it's, I, like I said, I think the, the, because, of the, because of the scaling uh, it, and how the characters are scaled, uh, it's, 
it would certainly take a very uh, strong graphic designer uh, and character designer to make something that would like really pop. Mm. And uh, it's I, th- I feel like the designs maybe just a little overcomplicated. Man, that's just nitpicking. That's just a, it that's looks just like a, a game. It looks like a game is, you'd you'd play on like an N sixty four. That's that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, totally. Oh, maybe not even the N sixty four. Well, maybe. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some games kind of like on the GameCube that were kind of similar. Okay, I don't know. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, there's a game you guys can play it. Hey, how about... And how do I feel about it? Yeah. Meh. You're just a little bit meh. I understand. Meh. Meh. So I'm going to talk to you about Insane Robots. Oh! Uh, Insane Robots is this game that is currently in early pre-release. It is not even actually available to anybody at all unless you're on this, hey, we're the developer, here's a key kind of list. Uh, it's not, there's no NDA where you can't show it or whatever. There's other people that are putting up videos and stuff. In fact, we're looking at one right now on the screen. Um, it is called, uh, insane robots. Now it's cool because sound wise they're, um, how do I put this? They've decided to go (laughs) like every robot in this world is, is nuts and they all have these horrendous voices. I'm going to play a little bit of it. You can hear it. Hold on. I don't know how early this is in the process. Oh, yeah, this is an earlier build, so the voices weren't in yet. But they have these great voices, like a robot will be like, I have come to destroy your world, you know, like this kind of stuff. It's super intense, and um, they're very cartoony, and you're this little robot guy, and your job is to move around this grid. It's kind of like a turn-based sort of grid space. Right. And on this grid, uh, you, you move a certain amount of spaces. You have so many that you can move, and then you have kind of a... Uh, uh, a battle mode where once you've made the move, you can attack the other dude and then everything switches. You almost could call it like Japanese RPG style, but it switches to a head to head fight. Oh, and uh, yes. when you do that head to head fight, uh, you, you enter into all oh, this person I'm watching is really bad at this. Just <laughs> click the guy. Okay, there we go. Just click the guy, man. So now you're in and you split off into two sides and it becomes kind of a card battle game, but they're not yeah. really cards. They're like chips. So you have these little chips that show up, and they have a certain amount of battery life. And the more battery life they have, the more damage you'll do. Um, See, that's leaning That's leaning into your theme. I like time, it. Big time, yeah. So you have damage ones, you have defense ones, and you have, like, augmented ones, ones that'll give you a certain power for a turn or whatever. You have some where it'll swap... Like, let's say he has a battery on an attack that's full five bars. And you want that for your attack because right now he's leading you in those numbers. You can swap his for yours. And now he has the lower one. You have the bigger one. Um, Lots of little weird things like that in the game. Lots of little cards that do strange things like that. So that's not the only kind. There's a bunch of different kinds. Once you fill that in, you'll see your total attack amount. You'll see your total defense amount. And you can decide if you're ready to attack or not. Um, You want to not attack until your numbers are better than his. Once they're better than his, then you can attack. But the thing is, he can attack anytime too. So if he ends up with 12 and you have 9, you should not attack. You'll lose. Now, the one I'm showing on screen, this guy has 9. This other dude only has 3, so he just completely laid waste to him. Um, It's the tutorial fight, so it's not that big a deal. It gets much more complicated in a good way in later fights. A lot of different kind of little chips or cards or whatever you want to call them show up. You can play this. I'm playing it on Steam, but you can play this with a controller or a keyboard. Steam? Um, I think I prefer it. Um, oh, yeah, you don't like Steam. Hold on. I don't like oh, Steam. Wait. There it is. Never miss an opportunity. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, so you you um, uh, you move around this grid. You fight new dudes. They have more uh, more and diverse powers. Um, you, uh, you know, sort of level up outside of this cause you get this gold material and you can spend that on new stuff. Um, so it plays like a single player, although there is multiplayer mode in this and I've not tried it it's too early, I think. Um, but there's multiplayer, so you could, you know, fight your friends or whatever, but the single player stuff is super strong. I really like it. It's kind of like, all right, I got two defense modules and a single attack module that only gives me three attack, but that's 10 defense. So even if he hits me for eight and I only hit him for three, Mm. he has no defense and I'm taking actual three hit points off of him. In my case, he's only taking eight of my 10. So I'm still unhurt. 
so there's a lot of that kind of strategic thinking. Like, well, I should get some pump, I should get some damage in now while I can. And who cares if he's got more stuff than I do? Uh, it's kind of cool that way. So yeah, like, that, here's that's kind of yeah. You know, that's kind of always feel like I'm, I'm like never quite sure. I try to think it out, try to think it out, try to think it out. Then I'm like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. Yeah, it's a little bit of like that. And it's a satisfying uh, loop. I like it a lot. Now, when you get out of the tutorial, you actually are a little more, little bit more free roam. And you're out in kind of a, a planet. And you're you're booking around and you're like, oh, here's a thing I can pick up. that gives me an extra whatever. Oh, someone got some other dude ran in from the bush and now attacked me. So there's like a lot of. There's an open world aspect to it. There's this one-on-one -on -one aspect to it. It's pretty cool. I really dig I like it. it. Yeah, I dig it why a lot. Don't, why, am, why am I so easily satisfied when I see hexagon maps? I don't know. When I see something laid out in a hexagon, little hexagon squares. I kind of agree. Oh, it drives me. It makes me want to go see what that is. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I totally... Next, next tile, please. Yes. <laughs> How many directions can I go in? Six. Okay. Yeah. No, it totally does. It makes me want to go. Makes me want to mess about. <laughs> mess about. Um. All right. But you dipped back into the world of 1980s rock and roll and hair bands. I did. <laughs> Tell me Straight about it. From, right. So okay. So I am playing Iron Maiden: Legacy of the Beast. Yeah. How did I hear about this? Well, I didn't hear anything about it before about a week ago, but I noticed that someone was chit-chatting it up going, this is the two-year anniversary. I'm like, what is this crap? Yeah, it's old. I like Iron Maiden. I especially like the character Eddie that they use in all their album art. That's some fun stuff Eddie right the, there. You, Eddie you the like Beast. That? I loved Eddie the Beast back in the day. Yeah. Man, I mean, even if you don't like Iron Maiden's music, how can you not, how can you not love their album art? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know what I liked about it? It was the Where's Waldo of my angsty youth. Because it was. there'd be this uh, one where he's holding the axe and he's hanging it over that girl who's clawing at him or whatever. Oh, and he's smiling in the thing. I forget what the album is called. But they were all uh, like this. And you look around and you're like, yeah. look at all the weird stuff in the windows. Look at that strange thing up on top of the deal. What's well, that giant creature in the background? Like, ah, I used to love that. Like, I just sit there oh. and look at it. it. What you're right, it was like a "Where's Waldo? Where's Eddie in 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 the hellscape? Yeah, where is he?" So British rock band Iron Maiden, and so this is their this is their little game that I was like, oh, "This is gonna be dumb. I know it's gonna be a waste <laughs> of my time, but it's not." People like it. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. So uh, you get to you, you start off, and uh, it's very simple uh, turn-based RPG. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Turn-based RPG is all it is. But the, the important part here is the fact that you finally get to play is Eddie, who is just so much fun. He never says anything, which is perfect. I don't want to say anything. The only thing he does is he screams. Yeah. And if you get some, if you get some video footage of that, that is amazing because he just like goes full out. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, I mean, and, uh, he's like a serial killer in the in the album. So they've they've absolutely. like fully gone into it. They're like, yeah, hey, what if? What if Eddie the Beast was the guy you controlled and he went out and laid waste to people? That'd be cool. Right. And what happens is, actually, Eddie is the victim here because there's a uh, there's a bad actor who has taken uh, Eddie and he has he has busted Eddie's soul out into uh, time and space. Mm -hmm. So soul shards from Eddie has 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 corrupted time and space, and so. Uh, you, the, like one of my favorite so far has been uh, the Spinks. So what happens is, it, you know, Eddie Eddie's soul has has dropped in during time and place of uh, Egyptians uh, and and the Spinks. Oh, and like so, uh, that wasn't the uh, Power Slave was the album. That's, that's right, that's Power idea. Slave. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. That's all. These are most of these are from uh, the album covers. So that's kind of like the worlds and stuff. So as it goes kind of in a deeper story. Yeah. So. Eddie's Eddie's soul has corrupted this this period in time, and uh, and all of a sudden, like you you're fighting against uh, you're fighting against you know Egyptian heads that are there that look like Eddie, and they're like ah, and uh, like I said, it's very very simple gameplay. Basically, you you when you go to attack, you have your you have your basic attack. You hit it, and and a little circle underneath the uh, other player. Uh, your enemy starts to shrink down, and you're supposed to hit it, tap it a second time, or right when it gets to the uh, perfect spot, you get a boost, you get a bonus. If you do that, if you don't, you get a basic hit. Uh, 
Eddie is very upgradable. As a matter of fact, not only is he upgradable, he is, uh, you can you can get different forms of Eddie as you go along. My first uh, Eddie that I picked up was the burning, uh, was the Wicker Man Eddie, which is Wait, wicked cool. Does he, have a, does he have a cage of bees on his face? He cage doesn't have a cage of bees, but he's he looks like he's like he's burning, and he looks like you know like it's like he's made out of wicker, and he's really cool. I mean, basic Eddie is pretty hot. Okay, so basic Eddie's you know he's got his blue jeans on, he's got his his uh, I I guess ironic. I don't know. He's got his Iron Maiden shirt on with pictures of him, and he's like ah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know super skinny, and I I love that part. By the way, just blown away by the atmosphere of this game. The gameplay is okay. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff where you have to you know click you know you upgrade your character you gotta you gotta hone your skills you gotta collect soul shards as you collect soul shards you can take this is really cool you take when you collect a soul shard or a soul uh, you go to another screen and you redeem them essentially because what you do is you drag that soul shard over into uh, the book of souls mm. and the book of souls is like this book and it's got this. You know, it's got this skull in the front of it, and it's got open mouth. And when you drop it in the open mouth, it goes, Rah! and uh, and then I feel so stupid, but it's so freaking hot. I love it. Uh, and it, it like uh, it gives you like, uh, you, you know, usually playable characters because you have allies in this game. Yeah. Uh, usually you're carrying two allies with you uh, at any point in time. Those two allies have their own attack powers. One of them is usually like uh, I usually pick it like a defense guy, you know, because Eddie, he's just he's just a straight up beast you know he just comes in and just punches and does his little melee action then you got you got a guy over here who's kind of a kind of like a long range kind of guy even though not really any space difference in the characters that just does different types of attacks yeah um man i I could just go on about this game forever hope i'm not boring anybody because i mean it's hard to describe how awesome this game makes me feel (laughs) i mean it really just makes me feel stupid Awesome. Yeah. It's just like I feel like I'm I literally feel like I'm playing a rock album, which yeah. is I guess what they were going for. Well, they were and, trying uh, to capture that old I mean, we were all into Iron Maiden, who are we kidding here. We yeah. were all into it, right? I mean, like I said, even if you're not into the music, you had to be into the into the style. I mean, there's at least maybe one or two songs that you like by Iron Maiden. Come on. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, but well, yeah, check it out. That's like you said, it's a couple of years old. I remember seeing it back in like twenty sixteen. Uh, well, but big boost because the, uh, this two-year mark, they they I guess they've they've hit their stride really well, and mm-hmm. there uh, uh, there are there are small microtransactions if you want to you know go through the game quicker. Right. Uh, you can you can make little microtransactions. Right. I'm playing this on the iPad, by the way. I don't know if I said that, but I do believe it's for the Android. It's on everything. The, yeah. the well, all, I shouldn't uh, say everything. I, it's on all. It's Android and iOS for sure. Right, Android and iOS. Uh, there's there is a limitation on how many. Uh, how many levels you can play at a time because you, every time you play, you have to use uh, a little time crystal or a little, what's the word I'm looking for? A little yeah, thing to put little hourglass. Fake, hourglass! Fake time so, crap. Yeah, so you have, yeah. To, you have to use that and that uses up every time. But I have yet I have yet to uh, run out of that. I just played and played and played. This is a really big game. Believe it or not, I wasn't planning on playing a mobile game as my primary game for this week. But I didn't have time for anything else by the time I got through with this uh, with this Eddie Fest. Fastidious in the chat room says, my parents won't let me play that game. It's too satanic. <laughs> yeah. It's the truth. It, it is. It's very satanic. You're actually, you're being led, you're being led through all of this by the clairvoyant. Yeah. And uh, she's, she's like, she's like trying to get you to give her answers and also giving you advice on what's going on. Who's, you don't know who attacked you. You don't know who busted up your soul into these shards and so that's kind of like the uh that's kind of the mystery of what's what's going she's on she's basically a uh, for me. she's basically jana from uh, world of warcraft yeah. that's what she looks like absolutely she really is there's just a lot of different moving pieces to this game mm-hmm. you know, you've got you've got evolving you can evolve a character there's star levels there's it's talismans that power up stuff so it is definitely you know heavy rpg and you get gear uh, and you know like uh weapons yeah. armor all that stuff right all that stuff and uh, get all. I don't know if you really get gear or not because you don't really get gear. You get different forms of Eddie, and when you evolve a character, they may take on new armor. So it's not like you're not like you know laying out the armor or whatever, nothing like that. They do like holiday stuff where like suddenly you're Santa Claus Absolute. Eddie. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I don't know if they do Santa Claus, Eddie, but there are a lot of events going on. So if you, uh, there's actually a, there's like a whole page. If you click on like a little link, it'll show you to like pop up and it'll tell you all these different events that are going on and they all tie into the Legacy of the Beast tour yeah. and just, oh my gosh, it's just such an amazing uh, uh, complimentary people piece. People that are into it are into right. it and it's surprising because you'd usually expect this sort of thing to be a little bit on the poopy side. Uh, I would like I said I've had fun. I was I was surprised at the depth of uh, actual thought that went into the story and the gameplay. It's freaking amazing, if you ask me. I, yeah. I, I've been pretty impressed. By the way, everybody, at the end of the show, I'm going to do something that I've been meaning to do, and I just keep forgetting. A lot of people are like, I don't always check show notes, so I don't exactly know what you guys are talking about. And when you say it on the show, you say it, but oh, then yeah. you forget to say it again. At the end of the uh, at the end of our stuff, before we get to guess our game, we will reiterate every name of every game, so you guys can go. Oh yeah, that was the one, and go out and get it if you're looking for it. All right. I played Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast. There you go. I played another game. This one called Wizard of Legend. Wizard of Legend. Now, you may have heard of it. It came uh, or originally was a Kickstarter project. Uh, successfully right. funded and successfully launched and has oh, really good this. reviews wherever it is. Uh, currently, I have it on Steam. It is I bought it during the sale. It was only a couple bucks off or right. something. Um, but normally 15 bucks. Uh, you're a little... You look like a little Red Riding Hood, to be honest. <laughs> you're a little guy. Um, <laughs> you can change that because there's lots of outfits and stuff you can get in the game. But you're this uh, 16-bit you era... Red Riding Hood. 16-bit Don't era kind of pixelated art sort of thing. Uh, it's another roguelike. Yeah, that's right. Scott plays his roguelikes. But what makes this one... set What sets this one apart is it's sort of action mode. It's... Uh, it's super intense. You're you you're casting spells and creating destruction uh, as a mage, and that's all you are as a mage. So there's no other. You know, you can't be arrow man. You can't be sword guy. You're just a mage, and you're just hucking fireballs and throwing giant ice balls and creating all kinds of havoc and wasting creatures in in large quantities uh, due to your uh, your abilities as a as a mage or as a wizard. So really, I would call this wizard the game because if you ever wanted to be a wizard and uh, have a lot of agility, but also all the cool stuff wizards do, then this game's trying to kind of do that. The way the game starts out is kind of interesting. The tutorial is like a is like a big museum of right. all of the old Arcana wizards of the past, and you go Ooh. through there, and that's how you learn your stuff. But there are like just regular people with cameras and and backpacks and stuff walking around in there who are checking out this old museum full of all this stuff. Um, and it teaches you everything you need to know. How to use your abilities, how to dash, which is the first thing you learn. Uh, you continue through the building until you get to basically try everything out. So uh, there's there's dummies in there that you can fight with. Uh, it's, is one of them uh, a magical pinata? Uh, no, not, not that Taffy? I'm aware of. It could be, though. It's entirely possible. Um, but the further in you go, the more the closer you get to actually getting sucked into the world uh, that was the ancient wizard time. And when you go in there, you fight like a mother, and 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 it's hard. It's actually very hard. Uh, I found that I was losing a lot and dying a lot, but that was okay because when you lose and you die, you uh, get some rad loot. You go back to town. You spend your gems and your gold, and you know you get better stuff next time. I think it's really good. Um, it's, uh, it seems to be everything they promised. It definitely has just got a really neat kind of flow to it. Definitely play this with a controller. If you're playing with a keyboard, you're probably going to hate yourself. Uh, would not recommend that at all. But it's uh, much twitchier than you'd expect for a game that looks like this. Like right. I, I don't know what I you'd really like, expect. I really like the, the once again, I, I've, I've been kind of focusing on this a lot this week, uh, the, the scale of of their weapon blast mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of cool i'm looking at the wizards now and it looks like everything is about maybe twice the size of the character which is what you would expect yeah when a like a spell force kind of comes at you yep and you get new spells as the game goes on when you get those spells uh you can equip them and use those instead so you can kind of build the kind of build you want the kind of build that makes you you know enjoy the character the most um but it's not easy i die a lot in this game <laughs> and you're watching ch chat room seeing this video right now the guy playing's pretty good. I'm not as good as this guy. I suck compared to him. 
Um, lots of hidden you, doorways, to other gamers. hidden doorways and portals and stuff. Uh, you know, like they're they're making they made a cool game. Uh, I'm I'm gonna it, I'm gonna say that out loud. I think it's you know I've been thinking about getting this, and I was kind of debating. I I really want a go to game on my uh, Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. and I just feel like this could be a go to game. On the Nintendo Switch, do do you see like the the longevity of, of this game? Well, like, playability? You, tell me what you mean by go to, just like a thing where you can just pick up and play kind of thing, like whenever you're in the no, mood. No, no, like go to, like I actually would be excited about picking up my Switch and going, oh, I need to go play The Wizard of Legend. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, I don't know. Because right it, now, it, I don't have a, I don't really have a centerpiece game. I mean, like I got Steam World Dig Two, it's pretty cool, but I don't, I don't sit there and go, I go, oh, I could play Steam World Dig. Too, or I could just sit here and play my PS4. I think you'd probably like this more that way because it's pick it up, get in, play, get out. Right. Like it's not like you got huge long sessions of playtime in this, so you can kind of like control uh, the rate at which you're playing the game. Um, random layouts, all the stuff you expect from a game like this, it's all there. The big differentiator here is this thing is almost like a shooter almost. You just right. got these. Oh, wacky I almost powers. forgot about the coolest thing about Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast. Oh, what's that? What I miss? <laughs> you get to sacrifice stuff. So as you collect, as you collect uh, characters, uh, you you can go to this uh, Satan hole and and throw it into the Satan hole, <laughs> and uh, and it spits out soul shards and different things. Wow! And then you can go redeem those. That sounds great. And I, I'm so glad that we got back to this. And that we found out. Well, more. I didn't want to forget it because I'm like, I don't want them to think that there's not sacrificing no. in the Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast. I mean, no, who would want that? <laughs> I mean, who would want that in their life? I, I agree with you. Right. Uh, I like it. All right. We're going to talk now about Will Hero, which is on iOS and Android. And yes, looks like it would give me a headache. Tell me about it. <laughs> It will give you a headache. It is a platformer, and they say it's a roguelike. Mm, yeah, kind of. Not really. Yeah. Uh, will Hero is a cutesy little game. It's uh, It's got that uh, Minecraft kind of look to it. That's no, not a really good description, yeah, but it does. I know what you mean. You Min- know, minimalist, cubist sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all big. You know, everything's big blocks. So everything's made out of the same block size building right yeah uh, has nothing to do with my in minecraft as part of the you know other than that but it's real simple gameplay uh you when you uh your character is is at this rate of hopping so the character hops like every like every i don't know one second or something or two seconds and you and when he when you want to move forward which is a left or right scroller uh you have to hit tap and so then he kind of kind of hops towards the right so you have to time it just right during his hop ups to go forward. Uh, if you if you miss, of course, then you die, platformer from hell. Uh, the game really is is pretty simple. Uh, everything's pretty much on rails. Your character usually has a weapon that he picks up from boxes as he moves to the right, uh, and those weapons are set to auto fire. Uh, and it's just is it random? Fun. Is it random? These it's levels. Fun. Yeah, yeah. The the things you pick up is every is everything you pick up is kind of it seems to be random. But like are the levels themselves random, or is it hard to tell because they're just a bunch of platforms? You know, I've I've played it and I get so frustrated. I I okay. So when you first start a level, yes, it is the same. You die, you're on the same level. If you leave and come back, I think that's when it generates a new uh, a new level mm. uh, with different obstacles. You got windmills with blades on them that come down and chop your dude's head uh, in half. The fun thing about this game is it's really cute, and you can purchase or uh, try on helmets of different of different types. Uh, the one they usually show in the in the graphic is the rainbow unicorn, which is a lot of fun. And each one of these helmets usually comes with its own special abilities or powers that kind of are active the entire time you're playing. So what's the point it's, of the helmets? A, the helmets game. are just like uh, a boost to something, or gives you an ability or something for the. Yeah, it gives you like an ability to, to it. It gives you little boost abilities here and there. Uh, there's a tower at the very beginning of the game yeah. that you can upgrade. Uh, that's actually your launch tower or your launch pad. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you upgrade it, you can go higher 
uh, up and up, and eventually, hopefully, you'll, you'll reach some of the things that you can see, but you can't reach, which are floating, you know, rock formations above you uh, that you can get to, and hopefully, unlock more cool stuff. Basically, when you're when you're starting the first time around, you're trying to get to the princess. So you go through the first the first round, you get the princess, and then the second round, uh, you're supposed to try to get a sparrow. But the princess is with you, and she's also fighting. And uh, she dies and regenerates, dies, regenerates. Uh, I had a pretty good bit of fun with the game, but I got to a point not too far in that I was getting kind of frustrated. Mm. I, I couldn't quite. There's just too much going on the screen uh, to time my bumps just right. Mm. And lots of times I think I'm, I, I think I, I think I'm, I think it's me. And I hit it, and I'm like, that wasn't me. That was the princess. I'm still on the ground, and now I'm falling. Whoa, how is he launching rocket launcher? Have you, have you launched some yeah, rockets? Yeah, he just, you don't actually control that. You just, you pick up the weapon, and it auto-launches every so many seconds. And then how long does those last? Those last until you get to the next, uh, the next uh, chest, which may have a different weapon, uh, or you die. And then you start over. Right. Uh, that's one of the things you have to plan on. You're like, oh, I really like this weapon. I like the rockets versus like there's spear, there's spear, spears that you throw and huck. Uh, and you can, uh, if you don't want the rockets, but you want to keep the spears, you just jump over the chest. There is an area that always is, uh, it's a good stress. It's a good stress. There's usually an area when you go along that it looks like a, it looks like a door opening, mm -hmm. and uh, you, if, you if you sit in front of it uh, for so many seconds, you'll get portaled to a, a alternate area uh, where there's lava dropping down, and you have to jump through. But you can collect a lot of coins in that area, but the possibility of living is pretty low. Coins are important because they allow you to do the upgrades. I think the thing that I really got frustrated about this game is, at first, it's very friendly, uh, very few ads very few uh annoyances mm. uh and it seems like you have lots to use and lots to to upgrade but then once you get uh, a few days in suddenly it feels like you know you're not making any progress at all you're not mm. collecting any new coins you're not getting anything you can't upgrade your tower mm. and then the ads start coming in and it feels kind of ad heavy so to get in and play i absolutely recommend this I don't know how long you're going to play it, though, because, like I said, once you get to a certain point, it, it kind of gets eh, free to play, right? Down. Yeah, it's free to play, but with, you know, with incentives to, you know, get you a new helmet. And they even let you do some st cool stuff, like you can uh, try on a helmet and see how it works out and how it how it's used. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can use it, do that for just a little bit, and then, then the, the ability to try it will go away. And it's like, oh, you want it? 99 cents. Hey. Hey, yeah. give me ninety nine cents. Hey, feels like ninety nine cents. Feels like a, a frustration simulator a little bit. It's you know it's got so many good things going for it, but it's also got a lot of things that are just it just feels a little bit like a little bit of bad balance for my end. But it's probably it's probably it's probably uh, tweaked for maximum uh, profitability. Mm. Whereas I want to go. How about I just give you two dollars? Sure. How about I just give you five dollars? That's how I am. I just want to pay for a right. thing. I don't want to get milked for months and years and watch ads. I don't right. want to do that. F nah. that. Yeah. So, all right. Check but I that like one out. it. If you haven't played it before, it's worth a download. It'll give you at least a good day's worth of fun, maybe two, and then after that, you'll like delete, and then you'll you'll forget about it for a couple of months, and you'll put it back on. You play it for a little bit more. Game mechanics kind of neat, though. I like it. Let me tell you about a game you will not delete. Okay. And that is Celeste. Now you think, oh, yeah. you think that's a girl's name. It's not. It's the name is of that this. a good game? I've seen that game. It's a great game. Uh, it's not a girl's name, though. It is the name of the mountain you're trying to climb. The, yes. The name of the girl. I think you can rename yourself, but her name is like Miranda. Not or Celeste. Mertunia. I don't know what her name is. But, uh, but the point is uh, you, you, uh, you play this game. I feel like I may have mentioned this last week. Did I talk about this game you last week? You did mention it because we talked a minute with uh, Celeste is the mountain, I mm -hmm. believe. Yeah, so I think I did. Uh, now, here's the reason I'm bringing it up again. I got a little further in it. This game is great, and mm -hmm. I recommend it very highly. You had said something at the time like, oh, well, the, grab, the art looks like it's weirdly mismatched because it's like pixelated for the play, but then everything else is kind of like nicely drawn. 
Yeah, 3D. I actually said that was a positive. I actually like that. Although I couldn't remember where you landed on that. Yeah. I think it's okay too. It doesn't bother me. But I've been messing around with it further. I got a little more time in it, and it's freaking hard. Like mm. the whole point of it is every level's kind of a puzzle, Super Meat Boy style, and you got to get your ass out of there. And it's very satisfying when you do. But before you do, especially on harder levels, you're getting your arse handed to you. Uh, I'm not good at Celeste, but yes. I am, but I am enjoying it. So uh, now just there's now there's two that. games that I've looked at. Both of these games you mentioned, the Wizard of Legend and Celeste, were both on my radar for getting an independent independent game mm-hmm. for my Switch that might keep me coming back. Uh, if you had to pick one of the two, Wizard of Legend or Celeste, what what would you go with? For you, I'd go with this. I'd go with uh, Celeste. What is that supposed to mean for me? What does that mean? I don't know. I feel like you'd like this more from a... Well, from the stuff you described, the things you've already described. You want something you can get onto your Switch and play for a little while, then get off and play it again. Mm. Like, that's what this is. Like, that. this is the perfect game for that. You could be in the middle of a thing, and somebody could run in and then go, Dad, Dad, there's the barns on fire. And you could go, oh, okay, and shut the lid, and you're good. Not shut the lid, but hit the button and you don't have to come back to it. I like to shut the lid though. I yeah. prefer that. Well, who doesn't really? Mm. Um, but it gets hard. And so there is a difficulty thing going on. You want to, you know, be prepared for a lot of trial and error. I find it not frustrating in the way that super meat boy was frustrating. And I also quite like right. super meat boy, but this has, I don't know, this is a little bit more single screen uh, puzzles, not a scrolling puzzle type environment, which I think I prefer. Uh, it's cool though. You should check it out. Oh, Celeste. Yeah. Uh, I played enough of it now to, to recommend it. I think, and I think it's a, I think it's a strong thing. It's one of the highest rated games on steam right now. I don't know why that thing has such a oh. high review, but hmm. people love yeah, it. I want it on steam. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe steam steam's good. I like steam. Steam's good. You don't like steam. I like, I, I don't like steam. Like steam. Oh, I've heard you say you don't like it. Brian, uh, it's time for us to do guess my game, but before we do a quick roundup, red faction gorilla, that's what Scott's playing right now. Red Faction Guerrilla, the remastered edition. If you already own it and you have it on a, I don't know what the limit is of where you can own it, and they'll just give you the upgrade. Probably anywhere, but if you have like, uh, right, the down. In fact, even like Xbox backwards compatibility version of that game, I'll bet you that mm-hmm. the remastered is part of that. I don't know that for sure. They want it out there. Yeah, uh, I also played Insane yeah. Robots. Uh, it's in pre-release. Can't really get it yet, but keep your eye on that one. It's good. Wizard of Legend is awesome. And Celeste, Brian is playing Space Overlords, which just look like maybe some potential there. You guys want to check it out? It's free right now on PSN, right? Space Overlords. Mm-hmm. Yep, PlayStation Plus on the PS4, correct? Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast on iPad and Android. And Will Hero, who's a little square dude that tries not to die. Tries not to die. Just try not to die. That's that's all you do. Okay, let's do this. It's a me, Mario! It's time for us to guess that game. <laughs> what was that? I don't even know where guy from, from. Some old YouTube video of a guy who says he was good at Mario impressions and he's terrible at them. Oh my gosh, that was fantastic. Listen to that again. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't like it. It's, but it's got its own it's got its own charm. I guess it does. I give him that. Brian, here's the sound file for my game. Let's see if you can guess what it is. It actually is a kind of a giveaway, but Anyway, we'll see how you Mine do. was pretty easy, I thought, but we'll see. This is circa 2000 and probably two or three, maybe. All right, so here you go. You're tuned to Radio Big. I'm DJ Atomica, the eyes and ears of SSX for spectators and competitors alike. Broadcasting live from my nifty little sound booth with access to over 262 mountain cams. All right. Now he said SSX, so there's a hint. Right. That's what I was trying to think. Which one was it, though? Yeah, that's your that's your challenge today. Which mm. SSX was that one? Well, I don't, the only one I really ever played any was three. Three or tricky? Do you play tricky at all? Tricky. SSX I tricky? tricky? I don't know. I don't think I played tricky. I, it, it definitely sounded familiar because of the SSX stuff, but yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Let me look. Let me take a look. Let me take a look. 
tricky. Let me switch what that is. Yeah, yeah. Which which uh, console was this for? This would have been I played it on both PS2 and GameCube at the time. So that may help uh, you as well. Play this one. Now SSX, the original SSX was a launch PS2 title, I believe. Right. EA published it. I, it was, have, I might have played this one. This one looks eh, I can't say. It looks real familiar, but I, I might have just played it for a second. Because I had okay, so this is PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh I want to say I'm soft modded the PS2. Is that right? Did I think you? that's the first console I could soft mod. <laughs> that was the original I, Xbox you could soft mod. No? Well, you could soft mod that one for sure, but I think the first one might have. No, you might be right. I don't remember. Now, I definitely remember soldering on crap on my PS1. That was scary. Yeah. That is, the, PS, the PlayStation stuff was always a little scary. They had chip stuff. Right. Do. I don't do that junk anymore, but back in the day, man, I used to like to crack open my game consoles and throw a mod chip in there, and I should I even did it in my Dreamcast. That was fun, too. When we first met that in 2005, you were doing this to your original Xbox. It was That was oh, the year oh, yeah. Three, uh, yeah, 360 came out later that year. But earlier yeah, I was doing that year. almost exclusively because I learned my lesson with uh, PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 with yeah. uh, modding for games because you could just you could just like rent games and just make duplicates of them and keep them forever. And it, just, it was just a waste of time. Yeah, because no. I, I, the real game I was playing was, let's see how many games I can get. Yeah, it you, was horrible. Yeah, you were it a hacker terrible. boy. You were a hacker boy. Right, but, but for the Xbox, uh, the softball on that, all I was doing was looking for the Xbox Media Center because at the time, there wasn't really a good media center. No, they uh, were. That thing was the stuff. bomb. That was a super ahead yeah, of its was, time was idea, even though it was a hack job. And you could do it with that like was one, what was that little mech game you had to own, and you could just pop it in there, and it would. It oh would yeah, yeah. Uh, which mech game was it? Was it was it was real simple. There was there was I think you had a, you could either have the uh, 007. Yeah, uh, was one of the games, and then you could also use that mech game. Whatever that, that mech, mech game was game called, game was... I loved that game. So forget about its, it's hackability. It was just an it was actually just a rad game. Yeah, can't Good remember stuff. the name of it. Anyway, someone in the chat will remember this. I don't. Remember. Don't do that crap anymore. You ain't got time for that. All right. Well, you were right the first time. It is uh, SSX three, which is three, the one I good. played. I played the most of that one. I loved SSX SSX three. I thought that was a fantastic game, and I yeah. I'll go to that, that one was good. That one I do remember. Yeah, it was really good. It looked it good. Hours. Played it for hours and hours and hours. Okay, here's Brian's. Let's see if I can guess it. Originally released in 2009. This was the first game I loaded up on my Xbox really? uh, 360. Yeah, the first game I loaded up on my Xbox 360. Red ringed uh, within two minutes of the Xbox 360. Oh. Oh, dang it. Oh, it's that, that it's a Zuma deal with the with Aww, the the curly snake. Uh, Zuma uh, two Montezuma's revenge. I don't know. Ah, Zuma's revenge. That's right. Oh, Good that job. <laughs> I didn't realize that Zuma. I thought I listened for all the the Zumas in there, but I guess I must have missed one. That's right. Three sixty yeah. had a lot of these weird things that in the early days, didn't they? Man, I played so much of this game. Yeah, Zuma's all right. I mean, I don't really play it anymore. There's a billion versions of it on phones and things now. Uh. But for me, it's kind of like how I used to do with like, um, uh, what's the original PopCap game that's now? Oh, PopCap. Yeah, but what's Peggle? it? No, the Gems one. What's it called? Oh, uh, wait a second. Bejeweled. 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 Or, or Luxor. I played the yeah. hell out of Bejeweled for years and years and years. I played it on a Palm Pilot for heaven's sakes. Like that oh game's been gosh. around forever and it was amazing and I loved it. And then now everything is some version of that, and I don't ever want to see it again. I never want to go near it. I don't want anybody to walk up to me and go, hey, you've been playing Candy Crush? No, I'd rather stick a pen up my butthole. I don't want any of this. You've ruined I don't it, think, Mobile. I don't think that's your only two options, play this or stick a pen up your butthole. But, I mean, <laughs> you're trying to make a point, I guess. I mean, I'll tell you, PopCap Games for a while owned me because – the games were just so simple and just good, dumb fun. Dude, I loved, Peggle was awesome. Man, when when Plants vs. Zombies came out, and oh my gosh, I played so much Plants vs. Zombies yeah. when it first came out. I could play Peggle Crazy right now. Games. I liked Peggle that much. Oh, remember when? Remember when? Uh, oh, remember when? We should call. We should have a segment called "Remember When." Remember when? Uh, <laughs> remember when? Remember when? 
uh, World of Warcraft actually had Peggle uh, had Peggle in the uh, interface and Bejeweled. They had a mod you could load. Oh, they have Bejeweled. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a hack job. I don't think it was official, but no. it looked good and sounded good. But basically, it was the entire version of Peggle or entire version of Bejeweled right there in the interface. Yeah. You could just run it while you're on. The point of it was. Back then, you couldn't just port around as easy as you can now in World of Warcraft, yeah. so you'd always have to take a long flight to meet people up somewhere. So you'd get on that flight, and you freaking play Peggle on your way over there. It was great. We could, we could put Solitaire in here, but no, we're going with Peggle. Yeah, no, you just it's awesome. Uh, hey, somebody in the chat, tell uh, Greg somehow he can vote for titles. It's easy. Sorry, he's asking in the chat. Uh, there you oh, go. Yeah, sorry. No, it's all good. There you go. Those are our games. We've both guessed them. Not really. You guessed mine. I, I, did not that, guess I was, It was kind of an easy, easy week this week. I don't. I didn't mean. Pre- we both had one with had the title yeah. in the audio. Yeah, I would do better than that. Yeah, we'll I do better. Do better than we'll that. do better next time. Don't worry, everybody. Time for a quick news story. This is great news. This just happened today. Very excited. Dark Siders three coming this November. What? Yep. Yep. This November with two special editions. Now speaking of Liam O'Brien, he was the voice of War in the first Dark Siders game. Uh, Darksiders 2 was okay, but 1 was amazing. 1 was like adult Zelda. It was fantastic. Right. And uh, and I believe that's on Super Dog Sale on the PlayStation Store. Now, by the way, if you if you didn't spend all your money on Steam, uh, PlayStation is, is, is having some big Everyone's doing their summer sales right now, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. good. But uh, Darksiders 3 coming this November. Nobody knew this was happening. No, no talk of this at E3. This is all kind of out of nowhere. Darksiders 3, the first game in the series. Since the course and re- or closure rather and rebirth of THQ is set to be released on November 27th. The game was revealed last year. I didn't know that. And players were introduced to Fury, the sister of Darksiders, protagonist War and Death. So it's a lady. Yeah. You're playing with a lady. I didn't know this was already they'll announced, though. This is coming to, as a surprise to like me. That. What? Right? Lady? No, everyone loves the lady. Playing with a lady. Everyone you're loves. Playing as a, you're playing as a lady. Uh, you're playing as a lady. Which is what, you know, we do that in video games now a lot, and I love it. Uh, according to a report on IGN, Gunfire Games, studio behind Darksiders 3, will uh, also revealed a few special editions of the game. Standards, standard Collector's Edition. It's going to run players $149.99, and that will come with a game, a steelbook case, an art book, the soundtrack, an exclusive cosmetic DLC, and an 11-inch furry statue. So that's not for a fury. Furry? Fury. Oh, furry. furry. I was say a Furry, furry What does that guy to do with anything? I said it wrong. Fury statue. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it says, however, the serious Darksider fans, there's another option. You can get the Apocalypse Edition. This will cost you a hefty $399.99. Wow. This edition will come with three extra 11-inch statues featuring Death War and Volgrim from the, uh, the Shopkeeper. And let's see, as well as the Four Horsemen Amulet, a 30-inch by 40-inch wall scroll. Uh, that edition will also come with a standard collector's edition items. That thing's a monster. Uh, Darksiders 3 coming to PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One on uh, November 27th. So there you, you see, go. See, this is how you do it. You keep one in the chamber, and then after, after everybody spends all their stuff, and everybody gets all the buzz of the E3, to kind of go, oh, and by the way, yeah, Darksiders 3. That's right. Check it. Catch Pre-order. it. Pre-order. Catch it today. All right, I got a quick email, boopshow at gmail.com is where you send these. Justin from Arkansas, or as we like to say more properly, oh. Arkansas, wrote oh, in okay. and says this, uh, Scott and Brian, thought crossed my mind. Hi. Start, what? What'd you say? What? Oh, Start crossed something. my mind. Oh. What? Starting with the Xbox 360 PS3 generation, we started getting day one patches for games. 20 years from now, are Microsoft and Sony still going to give updates for those games? I think not, he says. And does this mean gamers are forever stuck with broken games for that generation and forward? I myself still play <clears throat> games on retro consoles, NES, Super NES, PlayStation 1, etc. But those games were completely finished before they were released. Thoughts? Justin. Well, okay, a couple of corrections here. They weren't necessarily fully c- completed. They had bugs and you had to live with them. Okay? Right. They weren't always game-breaking bugs, but there's certainly examples of that too. Um... But yes, it is easier for a company now to publish a game on day one and say, well, it kind of left a little janked, but we'll fix that on day one with a big patch. That's a nice convenience today. Uh, But yeah, future versions of those games, probably not. Will they maintain the stuff forever? Probably not. It'll be up to the gaming 
subculture fan culture to preserve this stuff, just like they do with MAME, just like they do with other stuff. Everyone hears that and they go, oh, you're talking about piracy. Not necessarily. In some cases, we're talking about preservation, and I'm all for that in video games. So I'm not that worried about it. Stuff will find a way to live. It always does. So right. whether they want it to or not, it will. Too bad. Even online games that just require an online uh, component, which is kind of a newish thing for the future, how that stuff will be maintained is a question, but I'm sure we'll figure out a way. And it won't be the companies who do it. Some of those companies will come and go. Some will just go bankrupt. Some will stop making consoles altogether or games or whatever. They won't support them. Uh, whatever that future holds, you can count on that. But what you can also count on is the players and the hackers are really into preservation when it comes to games. They'll figure out a way and you'll be able to keep that stuff around. It'll be fun. You know, I, I'm kind of I kind of like the idea of, uh, of, you know, games being uniquely broke. Mm. I, I mean, that that experience, sometimes the breaking of the game becomes its own gameplay. Yeah, uh, we've seen plenty of games in the past where, you know, there's you know, there's seams and edges of, of objects that your character shouldn't be able to go through, but they do. So, I mean, I, I think unless it's a game breaking bug, which I can't think of too many that were just totally left out of the gate that just were that broke. Eh, I got a good one I just saw. I was playing uh, Assassin's Creed Origins the other day, and I was riding down the middle of town in Alexandria. I was on my horse, and another horse came down the line, and he was a soldier, and I got a little too close to him, and normally it just kind of bumps him, and the horse will move, and he'll go, hey, watch out, or something like that. This time it bumped him, and it threw him and his horse supernaturally through the air about 300 feet and into the Nile River. So uh, sometimes, and I love those kinds of glitches because they're funny. They don't break the game. They don't ruin the experience. They may take me out of it if I'm taking things very seriously. But that's, I like that. Like Red Dead Redemption, one of the greatest games ever made. And guess what? Red Dead was full of jank like that. It was great. Yeah, love it. Yeah. I I'm down with I I like I like things just the way they are. Don't fix my crap. Now I I'm okay if you want to try to remaster or preserve something and make it whole and complete, but if I really want something whole and complete, eh, hopefully they'll do an emulation. I think all the consoles and all the com- the game companies are doing a lot better about um uh supporting their old games and bringing them back out. Well, especially letting- especially with um games that are single player focused. The bigger yeah, question is like how does an MMO like let's say Let's say Guild Wars 2 goes, you know, decides to shut down in three years. Mm. How will you play Guild Wars 2 in 2040? Right. Well, probably you won't. Certainly not in that form, but maybe by then we'll figure out a way to better preserve these things. And there's actually le- not legislation, but like different pushes to preserve World of Warcraft in its various states. Uh, oh. And 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 Blizzard's sort of opposed to this because they don't want other people yeah. to be messing with their code. But, but there's a value in that preservation. And I think like anything we try to have some pres- preserved history from, video games are no different. This is an art form we want to preserve. So time shall tell. But, but good question, Justin. Great great que- question. I can't talk. Great question, Justin. We appreciate great that. Great question, Justin. If you want to send us your own questions, you can. It's super easy. Boopshow at gmail.com. Or you can use the contact link on the website over at Boopshow or sorry, over at frogpants.com slash boop. Uh, Brian, that's going to do it for us. We are also on Twitter, at boop show, at boop show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can uh, go check it out. Follow us on Twitter. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And uh, there's other stuff. Uh, go to frogpants.com for all your other frog pants needs. That's the thing to do. There's also a Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com. That's going to do it for today's show. Stick around, live chat room. We're giving away games today, so don't go anywhere. For me, don't go away. For Brian, and for free games. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah.